the Benefits Corner podcast. Thanks for joining us. With each episode, we'll be speaking with business owners, thought leaders, and top performers. Our goal is to provide our audience with interesting, relevant information as it relates to employee benefits, Canadian healthcare, and running a business. Now, we should say up front that the views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those shared by the Benefits Corner nor its host. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. Today's show is brought to you by Aria Benefits, modern advisors backed by experience and technology. Now here's your host, Robin Bailey. Hey guys, welcome back to the Benefits Corner. Today we have the powerful Kyle Dennis of Le Capital with us. So let me get into your bio, Kyle, because you've been in the business a long time. So you've spent 19 years in the insurance industry working for two major carriers, both as a broker and currently director of group sales at Le Capital. You've been quoted as saying you believe group benefits is the most exciting product to sell in the world of insurance. So we'll, we'll get into that and talk a little bit about that. I'm not sure everyone is going to agree with us. Kyle is uh, constantly learning and surrounding himself with great people, which is why he's on my podcast, of course. And that has been his foundation since the start of your career. Kyle's happily married for over 10 years, the father of two wonderful boys, Brandon and Bradley. And in his spare time, Kyle enjoys weightlifting, cycling, basically anything that gets you outside. And your passions extend to travel, meeting interesting people. He's also a devout car enthusiast, being a member of an exotic car club in London, Ontario, where he enjoys his weekly meets and track days. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Well, thank you very much for having me. And from that introduction, your EFT link will be on the way after. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we go. There we go. Well, great to sit down and catch up. I always love sitting down with you. And, uh, you know, we were talking before we, we, we hit record, you know, about surrounding yourself with positive people. And, and, and that's one of the things that I certainly like to do. So really, really grateful that uh, you came and sat down with us today. Okay, so let's get started. So a little bit of background, Kyle. So how did you get into the business? Is it, I'm, I'm sure as a, as a five or six-year-old kid, you were just dreaming of getting into insurance. And that, and that was the dream uh, for the rest of your life. It is. I think from everyone in the insurance industry, it could be personal, uh, property, casualty, or group. You stumble into it. And that's exactly what happened to me. So the Reader's Digest version of how I got in the business is I started my career life off at uh, Mutual Group uh, for one month as an advisor in the late 90s. And during that same month, uh, Clerica, uh, Mutual Group demutualized, became Clerica. Started my career off that way uh, as an advisor for about a year and a half. Fell in love. I lived in Sarnia at the time. I fell in love with a young lady from Sarnia that was going to University of Waterloo. So I followed my heart and my brain, you might want to add, uh, to Waterloo, and I continued my career for up until uh, 2013 uh, with Sun Life Financial, amazing organization, uh, definitely the right move for me uh, to follow my heart and my love, and that is a young lady I've been married to for now almost 11 years and been with her now for 18 in total. So I tripped in through the insurance industry kind of by accident. I, I love selling. Uh, my family uh, owns a real estate company back in Sarnia. I wanted to get into sales, but I wanted to try to go on my own route and thought that the financial services industry was the best route for me to go on. Um, during the course of my career at Sun Life, um, you get to meet some amazing mentors, uh, people that become not only your mentors, but your friends later on in life. 
And from that standpoint, it, it led me into Le Capitel. I uh, followed uh, Jeff Kinch, who used to be one of the regional vice presidents at Sun Life, brought me into Le Capitel, and I've been at Le Capitel just over five years. So I'm I'm treading into now about twenty years in the business. So yeah, it goes it goes quick, doesn't it? It, it goes quick, and uh, as as you referenced in the beginning, I said that it's one of the most exciting, fun parts of insurance. Uh, it's probably the only part of insurance I know, but I just think from the people you get to meet, uh, the experiences I've had working for amazing organizations, it truly has left a uh, amazing tattoo on me, so to speak, of my experiences. So 20 years later, I'm still as enthusiastic as I was on day one and the late 90s. Yeah, and, and that's that's really interesting to get some history. But and I, and I actually didn't know that about you, that you had started on the advisor side. So how did you end up on the uh, supplier side then? Where, how did you make that choice between this makes more sense for me? So for, for me, um, I was extremely young. I was uh, 20 years old when I started. And uh, your natural market on the individual side is between seven years. So either I'm going to be dealing with someone who's 13 or 27, and the 13-year-old is not going to buy insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I decided to do was um, get some really hardcore sales experience, the old school, old way style of uh, you know picking up the phone, prospecting, knocking on doors. I did all that, and from that standpoint, when I I met the girl of my dreams, I ended up going. To, and actually, I was I was at the lowest totem pole at Cleric at the time, and uh, I answered the phone. So I answered the phone in that company. Um, it was the um, Clerica Entrepreneur Plus program, and I answered administrative questions. So I loved that experience. I learned a, a heck of a lot doing that. And uh, I like to say that from my whole experience, my love was administration. I actually really picked up a lot about plan administration on group, starting off answering the phone. Okay. Part of the reason I started this podcast is I, I want to sit down with you know people like yourself, high performers, you know, find out what makes them tick. And... You know, you, you've mentioned it a few times being how, how much you love sales. And sometimes I think that word sales is associated maybe with, you know, being sleazy or a little bit dirty and that sort of thing. But when I'm talking to you, you get excited about it. So what is it that motivates you in general and motivates you about sales? What I love about it is finding a solution for clients and customers and broker partners. Uh, for me, you know, selling, and you said it yourself, um, we don't want sales to come across as sleazy. It comes across sleazy when you're, when you're ramming stuff at people that they don't need. But when you, you need to listen to what their needs are, and from that point, you become a solutions expert on how to solve their solution. I've always looked at it like that. Different products are not for everybody, but the more people that you get out and meet and the more that you hear what their actual needs are, that's where you can actually prove your self-worth and provide an ultimate solution. And when you do that, a lot of things just come from that. Uh, you're gonna get a, a good feeling that you actually helped your client, your customer, and word starts to spread pretty quick that, you know what, that individual, he didn't sell me something, he solved my problem. That's two distinct ways, getting sold something or having my problem solved. That's the big thing for me. 
Yeah, and I'd, I'd agree with you. I mean, I, I do consider myself in sales, of course, because that's that's how we make the business run. Of course, if I don't have any sales, there is no business. But I think, you know, the guys or, or gals who are going to walk in with the high-pressure sales, I don't, I, I don't think that works anymore. I think no. you have to be solutions-based. I think you have to be a resource for your clients and prospects. And, you know, I, when I'm having meetings with clients, I don't always have the answers. But what I do have is an incredible network of people like yourself that I can reach out to and nine times out of 10, we can bring that solution to the client. So, okay, well, thanks for sharing that. So you're currently director of group sales at Le Capitel. Can you tell us a little bit about the company? Uh, Why would someone take a look at Le Capitel? What's the right fit there? Le Capitel is an amazing organization. Um, we're, We're based out of Quebec City. We're owned by the civil servants of the province of Quebec, so we are a mutual company, mm. which you don't see a lot of mutual companies no, now, you nowadays. Don't. No, you don't. In the province of Quebec, uh, Le Capitel is a full-based claims-paying organization, uh, not only from uh, health and dental, but they also uh, do the own plan administration. Uh, that's done in Quebec City as well. So Le Capitel in Quebec runs just like your Manulifes, your Great West, and your Sunlifes would, would run here and the rest of Canada, outside the province of Quebec. So the operation that I work with in Mississauga, we are TPA based. So we deal with TPAs in Canada that provides a different value proposition for each one of our clients. So what really makes us different is we're not a, a one skew type company. It's not a one size fits all environment anymore. So right, right. Uh, what we do at Le Capitel is we, we partner with our TPAs. Each one has a different value proposition. So the ones that we deal with uh, our RAM, Group Health, Group Source, PPI Benefits, uh, Serious Benefits Now, People Corporation Company. And we also work with GreenShield on some of their pooled case uh, uh, groups as well. So for us, everything in this environment, in this day and age, is not about a one-size-fits-all solution for your client. We offer customizable options. We are a total boutique organization. What I do, what my role is, I steer people towards our partners. So uh, I listen to what the needs are of the client, and I know what the value propositions are for all of our TPAs. And what our job is at La Capitale outside Quebec is we steer the clients, the brokers, to the right TPA partnership solution. This is what this whole world and this whole industry has come to. And uh, it's funny, I, I, I don't eat at McDonald's, only get their eggs in the morning, that's it. But the one interesting thing I've noticed about the evolution of McDonald's, and I'm now comparing a fast food restaurant to our business, (laughs) but hopefully it'll make sense. This day and age, you can go in there and you can have a customized hamburger meal, exactly what you want. So the days of going in and just getting the one skew Sioux, the Big Mac, and that's it, they're over with. Now you can customize your burger with the right bun, the type of lettuce, and this is at a fast food chain. Our business, again, not trying to relate it to something like a fast food restaurant, but it is all about what the options are for your client. What is the solution for your client? Client tells me what they need. I know exactly the partner to line them up with. So that is a big thing because, again, we're not selling you on anything. We're providing you a solution. Yeah, and I think I think that's really, really important. And, and I... I'd love to get your take on this. You know, for me, I've been in the business for 22 years now. And I would say in the last 12 to 18 months, it's the first time that I've felt comfortable having a conversation with a prospect or a client saying, if you could wave a magic wand, how would you want this plan to look? Because back in the old days, it was packaged, you know, one, two, three, or four, or or gold, bronze, silver, that sort of thing. 
and now, you know, with, especially with healthcare spending accounts becoming more and more popular, it's really a lot easier uh, working with companies like yours where they're bringing the best of each product line, maybe it's different carriers, but into a package that really delivers the best solution for the client. You, you hit it uh, bang on. So uh, another way to look at it is going back to our days playing with Lego. And we're like the Lego chassis of a car. So what the TPAs offer is different options that you plug onto our platform. Mm. So, you know, playing with Lego, you can certainly create different things off of that platform. It will look different, but the underlying platform is strong, secure, and that's what we offer at Le Capitale. So that's just the way to look at a customizable experience uh, through one of our different TPA partners, and they're all absolutely incredible. Yeah, They all offer something different from one another. So our industry, as you know, is, is changing. And I think, in the, again, in the last 12 to 18 months, I've seen more changes in the previous 20, you know, 20 to 21 years. So what do you see as the biggest challenges in the employee benefits marketplace today? It, it's absolutely ironic. I'm looking on your wall right now, and it was something I was going to talk about in here. You said the customer experience is everything. Absolutely. And your everything is probably in a 30 font. It's big. Yeah, absolutely. So that is the number one. The number two is digitization of our business. So those are the two things right now that are happening. And really, when you look at it, what does it translate to? It translates into how to save time. So time, obviously, the most valuable commodity you're going to have in your entire life. We're only granted so many minutes of a day, so many seconds of a day. So what the big two things are right now is how do we save our customers' time? How do we make their experience easier utilizing the new digital platforms that go on? So the the focus has really shifted away from who's the cheapest, who's the cheapest. Because if you create that environment of who's the cheapest, now that is your market. You need to be focusing your efforts on what can I do in the best interest of my client to solve their problem, not sell, but solve their problem, and also save them time, yeah. which is worth a lot more than saving 5% on a spreadsheet. Absolutely. Lots yeah. more. Yeah. You mentioned in your bio, and and I promise we'd, we'd get to this because when I read it, we had a good little chuckle, but you mentioned in your bio, the group benefits is the most exciting product to sell. Where does that come from? Why, why is that exciting to you? To me, it's, a, it's an ever-changing, ever-evolving uh, industry. Uh, the one thing that I've learned throughout the course of my, my time in group benefits is there's an amazing respect factor between all competing organizations. I've had the pleasure of meeting some of the top executives from the other companies that are, I don't like calling them competition, they're colleagues that are doing the same thing I am. But the one thing that has always been for me is respect is a major, major thing in, in any world. I know if I send an email or a phone call to one of the top executives from the other companies, they'll call me back within two to three hours and I would do the same for them. So for that, um, it's a really unique industry from a respect factor between organizations. Everyone has something amazing that they are doing right. All the companies in Canada all that, that do group insurance. So for me, dealing in our business uh, with the type of climate that we have with um, the spirit of friendly competition, it is a rather uh, unheard of thing uh, in, in the world of business in general. Uh, so for me, that's always left a good taste in my mouth. It's most exciting because when things become exciting, it becomes fun. And when it becomes fun, you never have to work a day in your life again. Absolutely. And that's how I look at it. Well, you know, speaking of maybe we'll segue into, you know, what makes someone successful. And I was, I was about to ask you what makes someone successful in our business. But I thought I'd rephrase that 
um, because I've always believed that success leaves clues. Yep. So I'm always uh, I'm always going to ask that question, especially of someone like yourself who is obviously so successful. What do you think makes someone successful? Attitude is absolutely number one. Um, you need to go into anything that you do with a really good attitude. Positive energy obviously comes with having a good attitude. And for me, it's um, being successful in anything in life. Everyone on this planet should be treated the same. That's my, my ultimate saying to myself was, I would treat the person giving me the coffee the same way as the person signing my paycheck. Everyone should be treated with the utmost respect. I think if you, if you produce that vibe, if you uh, are, are good to people, manage their time and your time. Uh, time wasting is not a good thing. So I think from a, a time management standpoint, uh, that comes a lot with respecting your fellow workers that you work with, either internal, external, returning emails. That makes somebody very successful is, is making sure you're on the ball and you show somebody the, the biggest gift you can give somebody is your time. And to me, um, if it's a client, if it's uh, internal colleagues, uh, external colleagues, from a success point that I've seen, the people that have been the most successful have those, uh, those, those characteristics about them where they're just nice, friendly people. And the other thing, too, is, is good old-fashioned personal competition. Uh, it's not really what you did yesterday. That's over with. It's what you're going to do today. So you need to attack your day every single day like someone's going to take it all away from you. And every morning I wake up thinking that I got to go harder because I want to go harder. And you have to have a blueprint in your mind every day. The biggest thing is uh, to me has always been scheduling. I'm a very, very strict person on time. That's always been the big thing for me is just making sure that you're always doing the right things. Uh, when I was at Sun Life, what really kind of clicked it on for me was we used to do a uh, success blueprint for your year. What does your day look like? Oh, interesting. And I've talked about this on a, on a previous podcast I me mean, I did in the industry, but when you do something like that, like a blueprint, when you equate it to sports like football, when you have a, a play, that's your play. And you can't go into a day being blind on, okay, now what am I going to do? Because you're wasting time. So if you have that in where you want to go for a drink at two o'clock on a Friday afternoon, that's part of your schedule. That's what you do. Yeah. And you want to go to the gym, same thing. So for me, it's all about your time management. Um, it's about uh, staying positive, keeping a absolute network of positive people around you all the time. Uh, it's amazing uh, what a negative aura can do uh, when you have people around that just the whole time they're talking, you just want to run away because it's all negative. Uh, everything, they're, they're pessimistic, but the world is horrible. The world is... I don't want to be around those types of people. I agree. People like you, Robin. And, Agreed. And uh, that's where I think our whole network has come from, is nice, positive people. Yeah, interesting. As I'm, I'm listening to you, I'm, I'm hearing a couple of themes over and over again. And, and one is positivity, and the other is blueprint, because you mentioned that a couple of times. And it's interesting. I, I've had, you know, my wife kind of laughs at me because every night before I'm going to bed, I have, I have old-fashioned pen and paper, and I'm writing out, you know, the 15 or 20 tasks that I'm going to do that day. And of course, I highlight each as they're done. So if they're highlighted, I know they're done. And if they're not highlighted, and nine times out of ten, there might be two that I'll have to carry over to the next day. So I'll, I'll write them out on the on the new list. But you're right, having that sense of knowing exactly what the next day, what you want to accomplish and what you want to do 
I think, keeps you on track. On the note of positivity, I've, I've found that even a smile goes a long way. And it's free. And, and it's free. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, outside of business, I've always tried to maintain that positivity and give someone a smile because I, I've, I've seen the saying so many times over the years that, you know, anyone that you run into in life, you really don't know what they're going through. So if I can give you a smile yeah. and brighten up your day, or even if it doesn't, you know, you know someone smiled at you, then then I love leaving them with that. So last question before I let you go, because we've chatted about some great stuff today. Always interested to hear, you know, what books are you, are you reading now or, or podcasts that you're listening to that we can share with our listeners? So I, I never really realized about this uh, to me until probably about a year ago. I went through a phase where I would read a lot of business books and life gets busy and I kind of switched over and... I read newspapers like you would not believe. Really? Yeah, I I read probably five newspapers a day. I, I love reading the news. And I realized that about myself is that I, I can't stand watching television anymore. I like to read the newspaper. So I, I go online uh, every morning. I get up at 4.05 every day. And during that, that's Kyle time. I read all the newspapers because you're going out and you're meeting with different people all the time. You need to know what to talk about. Just to clarify, you said 405? 405. Wow. Monday to Friday, 605, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, so you're sleeping in, taking it easy. I I sleep in, but I go to bed at 11 o'clock, Monday to Friday. So I don't need a lot of sleep. I like to, when I sleep, I sleep. And when I get up, I get up. I I like to go hard as I can on the day. And I, I read the newspapers in the morning, in the afternoon when I have some time, and at night. I love to keep updated with what's going on in the world. From the podcast perspective, I uh, love listening to The Benefits Genius with Howard Ketter. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, a great job. Uh, really, really intuitive information, and I learn a lot. I learn a lot from uh, listening to what uh, different professionals are doing in our business. And the great thing about that is it's everyone in the group benefits community that's giving advice for everyone to be successful from all different companies that go on to his podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So again, that goes, why do I like group benefits? Because of that. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I, I'd agree with you. So, well, listen, thank you for coming in. This has been great. And I actually found, I've known you for a long time, but I found out some uh, new information uh, today. So this, this has been fantastic. So how do people get in touch with you, Kyle? Uh, get in touch with me. My direct line is uh, area code 416-209-1540. I love getting phone calls, love getting emails at Kyle, K-Y-L-E dot Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S at lacapitale.com. L-A-C-A-P-I-T-A-L-E.com. Okay, great. So love to hear from everybody. If you have any, any questions or comments, and look forward to hearing from you. Good stuff. All right, friends. Thanks again for tuning in today. If you have any questions on today's show, I'd love to hear your feedback. As always, I can be reached at rbailey at ariabenefits.ca or Robin Bailey on LinkedIn. As always, be sure to check out our new website at www.ariabenefits.ca as we think it's pretty darn cool. See you next time on The Benefits Corner.